This is the time of the year where kids decide they're leaving school, decide they're staying in school, and it's a great time to talk to Jonathan Gavoni from DraftExpress.com. Jonathan, it's Gary down in Memphis, man. How you doing? Doing great, Gary. How are you? It's good. I'm, I'm good. I can't complain. We got all the games behind us, but there's still news, news, news. Tried to get a nap in today, and before I could even uh, shut my eyes, Jared Sullinger's turning pro, and Trey Burke is also going to enter the NBA uh, draft. Either of these uh, decisions surprise you? Uh, the Burke decision is a little bit surprising. Uh, I know his dad tweeted that he still technically enrolled in school. I don't know what kind of game is going on here, but... Uh, that would be a little bit surprising to me, considering that he's by no means a lock to go in the first round. And I don't know if every team even considers him a draftable player at this point. So hopefully he has, you know, really solid information he's going off of there. How much of that is just people are telling him this is a weak draft for point guard? Get in now. Uh, you know, there's always if a kid wants to leave, there's always reasons to leave. It, it doesn't take. You know, it's not hard to figure that out. So, um, honestly, I'm not, I'm not sure because I do think there's a number of really good point guards ahead of him. And just because there's not a ton of them doesn't mean that, you know, it's either they're going to draft them. You remember the year with Rondo and Marcus Williams, sure. the first point guard in the draft didn't get picked until 20. So, I'm not sure that that really means anything as far as Trey Burke is concerned. Talking to Jonathan Gavoni from DraftExpress.com. You can follow him on Twitter, at DraftExpress, at DraftExpress. With Sullinger, he obviously had a, a, a you know miserable performance in the Final Four, and that it came against a guy who was taller, obviously has NBA scouts uh, concerned. Or, let me, let, me, let me say this, it has people assuming that NBA scouts are concerned. How much of what happened in that 40-minute basketball game hurt Jaron Sullinger, or is this just something that people like me sit around and talk about, but scouts are going to uh, evaluate him over two full years instead of just one 40-minute game? Yeah, you know, this the Sullinger thing is an instance where I'm really happy that I'm not expected to produce content after every single game that right. these guys play, because if you did, you would have to write, yeah, Jaron Sullinger's stock went down, and then the Syracuse game, it went up, and then the game before it went down and then it went up, it doesn't work that way. I really think that when it's all said and done at the end of June, people are going to look at, you know, the type of player Jared Sunder is. He's a guy that can create offense with his back to the basket. He's got a, a very high basketball IQ. He's got long arms. He's got a very high skill level. He started to shoot three-pointers this year. He's a great rebounder. I think when it's all said and done, he's going to end up going in the top ten uh, you know, but after every time, you know, one of these guys loses on a stage like they lose, then, you know, there's going to be an overreaction. And I think that's just what we're hearing right now, to be honest with you. With Sullinger, um, he's obviously not uh, as tall as, as some NBA scouts would like. But uh, history suggests if you are awesome in high school, he's really been, he's been awesome his whole life, at whatever level, AAU, high school, uh, immediately as a freshman at Ohio State, again as a sophomore at Ohio State, even though he dealt with more double and triple teams because he didn't have shooters to throw the ball to. Some people have said today, um, listen, you can discount Jared Selinger because he doesn't fit what you would want a power forward to be. He doesn't measure that way. Uh, but once upon a time, a lot of people had the same belief about Kevin Love, and that seemed to work out okay. Is Jared Selinger, I don't want to say he's Kevin Love because Kevin's an MVP candidate at this point, but the same concerns that Kevin was able to uh, erase as a pro just by being awesome at basketball, is Selinger project similarly? Yes, and I think that you don't have to stop with Kevin Love. There are 
10 or 15 players in the NBA right now, starting power forwards in the NBA who aren't 6'10", they don't jump out of the gym, they're not incredible athletes, but they have a very similar skill set to Jared Sollinger. So to be honest with you, I think Jared Sollinger is more the prototype for NBA power forward today than a lot of these other guys. If you look at, you know, like an Elton Brand, you look at a David Lee, you look at a Paul Millsap and Al Jefferson, uh, you know, the, the list goes on and on. There's just so many of them out there right now that uh, I just don't think you can look at Jared Sonner and say, oh, he's not this, he's not that. Well, his profile, you know, is, is what works in today's NBA. Guess what? So uh, you give me a guy that can score the way he can, face the basket, and his back to the basket, and can rebound the way he can, and, and, and I'm sure NBA coaches are smart enough to figure out how to make that work. Talking to Jonathan Gavoni here from DraftExpress.com on the VO2 Networks Hotline. Anthony Davis uh, was tremendous in the NCAA tournament, uh, affected the game really all year long in a lot of different ways. He's going to be the number one pick in the draft regardless of who wins the lottery. Um, I don't even think it's, it's a debate any more than the Andrew Luck thing is a debate with the NFL draft. You tell me, how good of a pro uh, does he project to be? I think he projects to be a great pro. Uh, I think that he has a lot of Blake Griffin in his game, just the way that he's able to finish around the basket, that sheer, raw athleticism that you can jump over people. And I think he's a much better defender than Blake Griffin is or ever was, and that's where those Marcus Canby comparisons come from. So, um, you know, I think the guy is wired to succeed. You look at his, his mental makeup, just the way that he handles himself on and off the court. I don't have any doubts whatsoever that the guy is going to be a great NBA player. And then the draft will begin, and I talked to – I was at a party at the Final Four. There was an NBA general manager there and maybe two other NBA scouts, and I asked all of them, who would you take second? One said Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. One said Andre Drummond. Another said Thomas Robinson. In other words, I couldn't get a consensus anywhere. How big of the drop-off is there from one to two? And if you're picking second, I know you have Michael Kidd Gilchrist there at DraftExpress.com. Is that? Uh, do you think that's the way it'll shape out when we get to June? I really think it comes down to who has the pick. Right. Um, you know, all these teams have different needs. Some of them already have. You know, like the Wizards already have. Uh, 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 you know, Nene, who is on a sixty-five million dollar contract. They probably don't need to go and draft Andre Drummond right now to be his backup. So they would probably look more at a Kid Gilchrist, um, you know, or a Thomas Robinson. But uh, I really think that Andre Drummond is going to be a great NBA player. I think that people expect a little bit too much out of him. You know, when they, when he announced that he's going to UConn, they made this whole thing about all their their favorites to repeat right now. I think that they put a little bit too much pressure on the kid. They forgot that he's still the second youngest uh, prospect in college basketball right now. He's still only 18 years old. Um, I think just the, the, the way that he's going to be able to change the game defensively is really going to be appealing to a lot of NBA teams, and, and that's why I like his chances of going too. But like I said, it, it depends on who has the pick. Uh, talking to Jonathan Gavoni here from DraftExpress.com. You can follow him on Twitter, at DraftExpress. Arnett Moultrie is a kid from Memphis who played one year at Mississippi State. He is going to uh, enter the NBA draft, even if he hasn't filled out the paperwork yet. He'll be in there. Is he a lottery pick? I'm, I don't think so. No, not not right now. Um, what, what what's the what's the issues with him that would would keep him uh, from being there? Is it part of you know way the way his team collapsed and he didn't seem to? He had that one quote that is just troubling when somebody asked him if they can get this together and he said no, probably not. Uh, that's not the kind of thing you want to hear from an NBA prospect. 
No, it definitely isn't. And even when I saw him early in the season at Madison Square Garden, I didn't like the, the you know the the hustle that he was showing. I did not like his body language. It really seemed like he was not uh, really a part of that team. And, you know, even though he he went out and put up numbers, he rebounded and he scored. I'm not really sure, you know, what his fit is in in the NBA. You know, what what is his go-to skill? I mean, Sollinger, you say, okay, he's going to be a rebounder and he's able to score. Uh, Moultrie, you know, he doesn't really have any post moves. He's an inconsistent shooter. I think he's probably going to be a guy that's a rebounder in in the NBA, but I think he thinks himself a little bit differently. I, I would have liked to see him be a little bit more of a defender, um, you know, in terms of his ability to rotate, his hustle, you know, running the floor, stuff like that. Um, I don't know if he's like a high, if he's a high motor guy. And if you're not a terribly skilled offensive player, then uh, I'm not sure, you know, what exactly you are in the NBA. Your top ten at DraftExpress.com right now is in order: Anthony Davis, Andre Drummond, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, Thomas Robinson, Bradley Beal, five, Jared Sullinger, Harrison Barnes, John Henson, Perry Jones, Tyler Zeller. At 10. Um, Will Barton, a kid of played at the University of Memphis two years, I think most agree, just decided a long time ago he was not going to spend a junior year in college. He was in no matter what. I'll ask you this. Will he be on an NBA roster next year? I think so. Yeah, I, I think someone's going to take a chance on him um, in the late first or, or you know, the, the first half of the second round and, and give him a chance to develop. Um, you know, he could put the ball in the basket, and that, that's definitely a coveted asset. He's also a pretty tough kid. He's, he's a good rebounder. I think he's the kind of kid who's going to kick and scratch, scratch his way onto a roster and, and stick there for a couple years. And then Adonis Thomas, of course, other Memphis kids, decided to return to school. Where would he have gone had he been in this draft? Would it all have been based on workouts? And, and do, you, uh, do you agree with the decision for him to come back, come back to school for one more year and then maybe try to bounce into the top ten? He probably would have gone somewhere in the second half of the first round, somewhere I think probably somewhere in the 20s. Uh, I don't think NBA teams got to see the best of him, so I, I do think he made a good decision to come back with the injury and all that. Um, he'll have a much bigger role next year now that Barton is out of the way, and um, I, I think he's a much better prospect than people were able to see, and it wouldn't shock me at all if he worked his way in, back into being considered a lottery-type uh, prospect. Uh, wrapping up here with Jonathan Gavoni from DraftExpress.com. You can uh, go check out his website, DraftExpress.com. It's the best place to follow the NBA draft. You can follow him on Twitter, at DraftExpress. Um, now we get ready uh, for all these high school kids coming in to college, particularly when Kentucky's going to lose its whole team and probably reload uh, with a group that's headlined by, I think most agree, Nerlens Noel. Some agree, Shabazz Muhammad. A lot agree with Anthony Bennett. They've already got Alex Poitras and uh, um, Archie Goodwin and Willie Cauley committed. Um, how good is Shabazz Muhammad? How good is Nerlens Noel? And will they have the type of impact as a freshman um, that some of the guys we just saw, whether it was Anthony Davis, Michael K. Gilchrist, had in college? I think those two yeah, are, are absolutely um, difference makers in college, and I think that right now we have them 1-2 uh, projected in, in the 2013 draft. So I do think that you can compare them to Kid Gilchrist and Anthony Davis in terms of the type of impact they'll have. Now, will they end up in Kentucky? I think that, that there's still a process that needs to be played out. I don't think it's a, it's a surefire thing by any stretch. Sure. Uh, you, know, um, you know, Jerry Meyer, you know, came out today and said that he, he's here in Shabazz Muhammad to UCLA. He's got pretty strong connections over there. 
Uh, I, I believe him when he says that. I, honestly, I'm not sure of that. I think that there's a, a tug of war going on. From what I understand, Shabazz wants to go to Kentucky. His dad wants to go to UCLA. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see who wins out at the end. I think that's exactly right. And Adidas has been had a relationship uh, with the Muhammad family for for many many years. So if Calipari and Nike are able to get this kid to switch coast. And playing the SEC, it will be the most John Calipari Nike thing ever done, I believe. We'll see how it goes. Jonathan, you're awesome, man. I appreciate you being here, and uh, I'll catch up with you real soon. Thanks, Gary. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, of course, man. You're the best. Jonathan Gavoni from DraftExpress.com. Go check out the website, DraftExpress.com. Jonathan's always bouncing, not only around the country, but around the world. Nobody knows prospects better than Jonathan Gavoni knows prospects. Go check out the website, DraftExpress.com. Follow him on Twitter, at DraftExpress.